Welcome to another episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered. All right, let's get into it. And thank you again for listening. So we are going to talk about the habits of the shitty recruiters. Bum, 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 bada, bum. <laughs> intense. It is intense. And no names will be Ted. <laughs> but you know who you are. <laughs> Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. Right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. All right. So we, we were talking about before the recruiting, uh, the essential ingredients, right? Like we wanted to get nitty gritty on that. And, you know, we probably could have even gone, gone more into that. But let's talk about the habits of the shitty ones, because let's be honest. What is it? At least 50 percent make or break it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you always hire two at a time. <laughs> uh, well, and it's to make it simple, it's everything we talked about in the essential ingredients, either have it or they don't. But there are some that it's, you know, like we talked about organization. I think you can be successful and um, be highly effective and a high performer with a certain level of organization. Like, I don't think you or I love to do administrative work. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we sure don't, Cheryl. You know? <laughs> but um, we we get done what we have to, like what's absolutely right. required. I feel like in every job, there's a certain level of admin work required and you just get it done. And then you prioritize your day. Other stuff can wait. This needs to be priority. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say the organized is still like, if you're not organized, you'll just fail miserably in this job. There's too many balls in the air. There's too many things going on, too many things you're juggling. Um, clients, candidates, yeah. you know, it's just too much going on. If you're not organized somehow, some way, utilizing some tool. Is Post-its okay? Because I still do that. Yeah, I was going to actually <laughs> ask, like, what do you think? I know you use Post-its and I you know. know I use Post-its, but what do you think in recruiting is the best tool to keep you organized? Oh, uh, okay. So Excel, okay, really, you should put it on Excel. Like that's, for me, I think that's the most valuable tool. And I like to hyperlink the candidates so I can go back very easily click. I like to put the levels that they are. I like to put the comments that we're at and where I put them at. And, you know, just like there's not that much information I feel like you need to set up. Um, and once you set it up, it's like easy peasy, right? Uh, but I also use, you know, uh, notebooks. So whenever I have a really good candidate, I do put them in my notebook because I have this system that I like to highlight them when I have placed them. Mm. It makes me very excited. <laughs> so if it's like five years later to get to yes. go back and oh, you highlight literally, that. You could literally look into my notebook and say, I'll see all my highlights and be like, yep, there we go. That's like my little black book. Hey, I was about to say your black book. <laughs> That's my black book. Good for you. Yeah, like, I don't know, like that. And I know it's like double work, right? Cause like I input it into the, my Excel sheet. I now have them in my notebook, but I feel like for me, the notebook is like my almighty. It's like, I know exactly where all the goods are because you can have very mediocre candidates and I get on paper because, you know, we're, we're not the hiring managers here. Um, but you also know like who you really enjoy to talk to and who you think just on paper just nails it. And they're not always the ones that you place right away. So I think that's kind of interesting to do. Mm-hmm. So I have two different spots. Um, and then I also have a timer. Now, I used to use this hand timer. Yes. Now I use my phone. Fine. 
<laughs> uh, but sand timer still good. Uh, but you know, the one you brush your teeth to, but I like to, um, you know, source for a little bit at a time and then do admin. And then source for a little bit of time and maybe go take a walk. You know, I just, I don't think that you can really, like, if I'm going to really nail it down and give it to you real, I think that you can work four hours a day and kill this job if you actually worked those four hours and didn't have a bunch of bullshit in between. Because let's, let's admit, we have tons of bullshit in between. Yeah. And absolutely. I think about all the shitty recruiters that have way too much bullshit in between. That they're, they're like, I think the shitty recruiters, to get back to it, is they're just trying to hit a number as mm-hmm. opposed to have purpose to their number. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, what was the purpose to you hitting like 150 in mails a week? What was yeah, the purpose? Absolutely. I'm just sitting here and I'm processing what you're saying. And I'm like, there's a theme there, you know, like I I think I can associate, I think I can associate certain topics or certain soft skills and things that are like, like if somebody's only money motivated, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We all love money. We all want, you know, um, for you and I, we've talked about this. It's the flexibility that money provides. It's the freedom. It -hmm. is the freedom, the flexibility that it buys to do the things you want to do or like to do or spend time with your kids. But um, what are your thoughts on people in recruiting that are only motivated by money? Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, so I think back to employees that I have had, and I do know someone that is only motivated by money. And I got to tell you, that guy knocked it out of the park. However, when it comes to soft skills and building what I would consider an empire or building or becoming a leader, becoming a manager, becoming a higher up, becoming a true exec, for example, skills aren't there. It's never going to be there because he didn't care enough to develop them. All he cared about was the bottom line and making sure that the money came in. And again, all depends on what your end game is. Yeah. But I'll never forget that he mentioned, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a recruiter for my whole life. Right. Like, I don't want to be a 40-year-old recruiter, 50-year-old recruiter. And I was like, well, then I guess some shit's got to change. <laughs> then you actually got to put in some work. Yeah. Because absolutely you can be a very, very amazing recruiter, bring in some big dollars, you know, if you keep going and going and going. And honestly, you might retire earlier than that. So that's a whole other thing. You could literally retire by the time you're 40 if you do it right. Or you can, you know, then start to pay it forward. You can start to mentor. You can do other things. It all depends on what, you know. Yeah. What, what you want. And I will say, since I came over to this world, this sexy tech recruiting world, welcome. that you're welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. Happy to have you here. Um, but I've noticed the, the arrogance. It's yeah. like people just think, which I think this is a crazy mentality to have in any job that you think, you know, everything you think you have nothing left to learn. Oh, That's crazy. Kills to me. me. Ugh, kills me. But we've yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. And I'm just like, I'm baffled by people's lack of self-awareness to realize that like, again, part of being smart is knowing what you're dumb about. And if you're the smartest person in the room, you feel like you know everything, you're in the wrong room, you know? So I think that that's one of the habits of shitty recruiters is thinking they know everything, thinking mm-hmm. they've got it down. They don't need to learn anything. They don't need to learn other industries. <laughs> just kidding. Ouch. <laughs> no, I totally, I, that, I got you. I that's got you. clearly a joke to one of the best <laughs> recruiters I've ever um, encountered or worked with. But it's, it's definitely one of those things where I feel like if you think you know it all, you don't. Yeah. I mean, you could even be in the room with, let's just say, I don't know, like 18 year olds. Right. And it's like, if you don't think you can learn something around 18 year olds, you're out of your mind. TikTok dances. Uh, please stop. That's what we can learn. <laughs> 
<laughs> TikTok dances that I still have not downloaded. But, uh. Me either. Nope, I haven't done it either. But we could do one. Uh, I'm open to doing a TikTok dance with oh you. God, well, it depends on how many subscribers we get. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see a TikTok oh, dance video? Jesus. All right. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like, uh, but back to back to the you know habits of a shitty recruiter. I think they just dial it in, and they have all sorts of excuses. So it's like one week. Oh, you know what? Everyone that got, I have a 25% response rate and everyone said no. Well, I did my job. And yeah, like align with that. I think that not finding your shit, like not finding what is your thing. Like you teach the recruiters how to write an effective in-mail pitch, but like finding what is their ness. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen that movie with Owen Wilson? And where he's like, um, it's Owen Wilson, Kate Hudson, my best friend or But anyways, he's like, find your ness, which is like your thing. What makes you the shit? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your way of doing things? Everyone's different. Exactly. So it's like, find your thing. And I feel like a lot of recruiters don't. Like, they'll use those generic ass job descriptions, Mm -hmm. those generic in-mail pitches instead of making it flow like it's you, you know? Show them that you're a person. Humanize yourself. I think that's also one of the things that can set a good recruiter apart is, you know, do they truly approach situations like they've been in the shoes of that person love that so just recently we asked one of our talent partners at talent perch and i said hey what are the essentials of being a recruiter like take me back in time it's been a while right like i know what like i think i, I think i know what i what i know you know but what does it really take one of our talent partners said uh you know what you need to be able to take a script to a conversation i was like yes Thank you. So then I think about the habits of a shitty recruiter and the habits are just reading off a script, reading off what the client said to pitch. Mm -hmm. So the ones that don't decide that Google it, right? (laughs) Broke to boss tip, Google it. But people that didn't go on Crunchbase or their press articles on their site, you know, the ones that are just literally dialing in and not researching on their own are really the habits of a shitty recruiter. Yeah. Re- lack of research yeah, and doing your homework beforehand. Again, I think that goes in line with what we talked about with the arrogance, right? Because a junior recruiter, we research a lot. Like mm-hmm. you do that a lot in the front end as you're training, as you're just trying to figure out the lay of the land. But I think, you know, the more tenured ones, it's like they stopped researching company. You kind of just go into everything thinking, I got this. Yeah. And then you're going to have a moment at some point that like rocks your world. That, uh-huh. that humbling moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And like, if you're not researching, it's like, what are you doing? Like, even though like, you know, anyone that goes through Thriversity, thank you, Thrivers. uh, But even if you go through that from start to finish, if you don't also Google and practice, it's like, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like we can only, someone can only teach you so much regardless of where you got your training from or inspiration or whatever it is. You have to try it. You have to Google it. You have to see like six different other perspectives because even I, I'm not the almighty, like yeah. I'm not going to send you this in mail and it's going to rock your world and change everything you had. And all of a sudden you're successful. That's not going to happen. I want it to, but that's, that's, yeah. you know, that's not it. So yeah, a shitty recruiter is literally not going to do much. They're just going to do enough. Well, that's a good, so know your motivators. Yeah. Like what motivates you? What lights a fire under your ass? And I think we all have different ones, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're like, as you're talking about that, we can't motivate people. We can't go and pick you up off the couch, move your cat out of the way, move your dog out of the way, (laughs) pick you up off the couch and sit you in front of the computer. Um, and move the Minecraft out of the way. Yeah, you know? have a nice visual of what like, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fully paint the picture for you, you guys. Thank you. But it's it's like, I mean, that's with anything. You cannot be successful if you're not willing to do the work. 
And yeah. I think recruiting can only get you so far in either role, whether you're sourcing or whether mm-hmm. you're client success manager or account manager, you can only bullshit your way so much. Yeah, exactly. And you know what's sad to me is that you actually have to put like KPIs or just straight up numbers, right? You have to say, I need you to hit 150 in mails. I need you to place three people, a quarter, you know, whatever it is. No one should ever have to make the bare minimum numbers for you. That shouldn't be a thing. That's the habit of a shitty recruiter. The habit of a shitty recruiter is going to say, what What do I have to hit? What do I got to do? What do I have to do on a weekly basis, monthly basis? No, 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 no. Why don't you push a barrier? Why don't you decide what is your best? Like operate your best. Uh, I got a tangent for a second. So I'm at uh, uh, Diego's soccer game, championship soccer game. My son, eight years old. (laughs) So how championship is it? Whatever. Uh, Anyway, so they're playing. And I hear uh, the the one kid who is like the superstar of the game. And he just has allergies. And so he can't, he's not running as fast. And so his mom's like, you just do what your best is today. I was like, thank you. You know, what is your best today? It doesn't matter day in, day out, whatever, but you come, you show up and the, the habits of a shitty recruiter is they just know what they have to hit and then they move on and it's out of their mind. And it's sad. Yeah. They'll never really amount to anything. They just coast. They're what you and the rest of the execs call the floater. (laughs) No, you. No, I didn't call it. I said, I can't have y'all using that word at all. (laughs) more of a cruiser (laughs) the floater is doing two different roles that we were talking about but okay well the it's not applicable to any of it really (laughs) it only has one meaning in my mind so (laughs) and it goes around and around yeah it sure does before it goes away (laughs) thank you for that (laughs) oh i think another habit of a shitty recruiter is one that um doesn't want to even hone into their creativity They want everything done for them. So like they will literally, if like, let's just say it's Monday and you didn't tell them what to do. It's Tuesday. You still didn't tell them what to do. And you're like, huh, what's going on with so-and-so? And on Wednesday morning, you look at their numbers and they haven't done shit. And then you call them up. You're like, hey, what's going on? Like, well, you didn't tell me what to do. What are you, five? I got to tell you what to do? Yeah. (laughs) No. And honestly, that's the real, like that just happened last week. (laughs) This is sad, you know? And so that's not a, that is literally the habit of a shitty recruiter. That's a definition of a shitty recruiter. That's a definition of a shitty employee, person, person employee in, whole, in general. Yeah, the whole kit and caboodle. It's like so mind boggling. Like I couldn't even imagine sitting there and being like, hmm, someone hasn't told me what to do today. So I'm going to do nothing, but I'm going to feel really good about cashing this paycheck whenever I get it, even though I've just sat here. I feel like I would give them the paycheck back is embarrassing. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those, so many people do that. They coast, right? But I I don't know know how they don't feel sick to their stomach just sitting there knowing how lucky and I think that's another thing too. We talked about it being humble, but always, I've always operated like I could lose my job tomorrow Mm -hmm. because you can, you know, so I've, it's never lost on me to be grateful that I have a job, be grateful that I have a job that allows me to get to talk to and work with a lot of amazing and interesting people Mm -hmm. and I love what I do. It's taken me a long time to be able to say that about recruiting because there's moments oh, where you don't uh-huh. yeah. and you're like, Oh my God, when I got to deal with clients bitching and employees bitching all day, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. When you're giving so much as a manager, you can only pour from an empty cup for so long. Yeah. And so it's like when you're not getting what you need as a manager, you're like, I just feel burnout. I feel depleted of every all energy, everything I've got. So I think being self-aware, knowing what motivates you being 
like helping others around you. I feel like that's one of those things, a great employee. It's not just a recruiter specific, but help your team. Yeah. So then I would think that another habit of a, a shitty recruiter would be someone that's just um, not really motivated to be a team player. Mm-mm. Like ha- it, there's no engagement there. Right. They're just worried about number one themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the ones that you're like, they're a leader is when they know that their success is dependent upon the success of the team. Mm-hmm. They don't look at it like just me. Yeah, exactly. There's always more to do. So you shitty recruiters out there, let's sum this up. (laughs) Stop being lazy. Go Google what you need to Google. Don't let anyone, you know, don't wait for someone to tell you what to do. Go hit those numbers above what the minimums are, right? Because KPIs, those are the minimums you need to hit. So please, let's up our game. Otherwise, get out of the industry. (laughs) All right. We'll see you every Tuesday. And now we're going to go to, before we uh, skedaddle, we're going to go to Broke to Boss with Taylor. Yeah. So this week's Broke to Boss tip of the week is to prioritize your recruiting goals. Whatever that is, um, we've talked a lot about goals. So whether that's personal goals that you have, want to hit a certain revenue amount, higher amount, but go into each week with your recruiting goals. They can be the same weekly. They can change weekly depending upon the project you're working on, but always have clear defined goals for yourself and then do a check-in at the end of the week and see where you landed. Love it. And don't, Hey, it's okay if it's post-its. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, bye All right. See you next week. Thanks guys. <laughs>